podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Naishad Gadani coming to you from Melbourne. And today is uh, Career Care Package 146th episode. And today we are talking about how to get a job in the times of coronavirus, how to get a job in pandemic times. I think this episode will go down in the history uh, when after five, seven years when people watch what a horrible time it was and people will watch these videos that uh, specifically the job search stories that we have done uh, with absolute inspiration that how people you know, navigated their way through a most difficult uh, employment market that Australia or the world has seen in many, many years. And to help us, you know, unpack this, we got two absolute superstars, you know, Yashdeep and Shyam. Uh, they both are going to share their stories. But before we hear from them, let's welcome Caroline Brown, the co-host of the show. Thanks, Nash. And yeah, we've done 146 shows. So uh, there's 146 inspirational ways that people have found jobs or helped other people. And I'm really excited to speak to both you, Sham, and Yashdeepu as well about what your experiences are during this time. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, Carolyn, and thanks, Nashad, for having us over. Um, I'm really excited to be here and share our experiences. So, uh, when Nashad you know, spoke to me and congratulated me when I got my job, uh, and he asked, you know, would you like to share this story? I was more than happy because, you know, I've been on the other side as well, right? Yeah. Uh, trying to follow a lot of people and listen to and take some notes on, on best practices. So. I was I was more than happy to kind of you know uh, share my experience. So thanks thanks both of you to have me over. Thank yeah, you. So for some time I, I I mean I couldn't believe myself because I I was just like Sham said I, I was on the other side <laughs> and and suddenly you are in the show. Yeah yeah yeah. Thank you thank you both of you for I mean give us giving us the chance and I mean sharing the stories. Thank you. And you've both got great great stories. So I guess a great place to start would be just to give the audience some context. So maybe start with you, Sham, and tell people about um, what you're doing now, but what your struggle was in, in terms of uh, finding a job. All right, fair enough. Okay. So I've, I've come in here, I came here, uh, you know, last year during September. And, you know, uh, I migrated from India, you know, and uh, so I did do some amount of research on how the job market was in um, Australia, you know, and then we chose Melbourne. Uh, when you land, land, when you set foot in, you know, out here, uh, the story is entirely different, all right? Um, but it, it, uh, partially it was true, uh, just that, you know, the whole point of um, 
networking and in our whole point of understanding the market uh you know was was entirely different because i came i came with almost uh, i come with almost 18 years of uh, experience you know um, driving you know um, transmission projects and cloud uh, automation basically cloud migrations and automation so when you and you you spend so many years of you know solving a lot of customer problems you know uh, and and you see there's a fair amount of good market uh, you are very um hopeful and you know uh, very positive when you kind of land here and you know uh, for a job but slowly things started withering away <laughs> mm. uh, and and then you know you uh, well actually it's a, it's a combination of too many things right when, when i want to your timing when you land in here right? you come in uh, september october you settle your family and start looking for job one that kind of get familiarized with the market and just when you were about to get in that you know the holidays hit and 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 and, and something that you no know, nobody ever you know uh, or across the globe something that nobody would have really thought of even dreamt of was mm. you know uh, you would be engulfed with such a big pandemic that would that would bring the whole world down to a standstill mm. so all your rationals all your planning you know as a project manager you kind of plan a few things you identify a few risks <laughs> right but these are these are way beyond your comprehension right and it's something that's not in control of any human um so so that's that's how the whole chaos started um and uh, but but some of the things that you know i uh, uh, also kind of work on is i i had not stopped um networking with people probably i talk you through over that eventually but yeah so over time you learn from you know lesson your glitches and you kind of evolve and of course now and 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 stick to your strengths so that's helped me come to get back into a role that that really is my kind of role so currently again i'm i'm i'm, I'm again back into project manager role driving similar role that was back in india you know mm. having current project or current company but there uh what is of course for the clients you helping them with their uh, cloud and transformation projects um so yep uh that's so it's it's just a relearning you know over time mm. so a bit of a triple whammy there it's um because people always joke that australia stops at uh um melbourne cup day and starts again on australia day so no second tuesday in november or first tuesday in november and to um January the 26th but after that period is like into coronavirus in Australia and that type of thing so it, the timing would have been not so great you know starting off for you there so yeah and what about you Yashdeep sorry I didn't mind mean to sort of launch into the horror story first of all or what <laughs> yeah if you can maybe just give some people some context about you know yeah. you got here and, and then um what what you're doing now would be no actually that these stories are the are the base of where we are right now what i believe so the those may be regarded as horror story but uh, they are the ones which we i mean learned from and came from so uh actually uh, i migrated to australia in in the month of june recently but i was planning to uh, come here in march Uh, when uh, covid was at its peak in india mm. uh, and that was a time when i first spoke to nashad and 
me and Nashad were in the same boat, stuck in India, no flights to Australia. So, but uh, actually, the thing is like everything has a positive side also. Due to COVID, I was I wasn't able to come from March to June to Australia, and it gave me immense amount of time to prepare myself. And I think uh, about the same time, uh, I mean, you guys started career care package. And uh, I suppose it was the first step and, and kind of an eye-opener for me. So, I mean, uh, there is no wasting time. So, let's get on to the job. Like, job search is a full-time job. So, I learned from many of many of the stories which I saw with you guys and started preparing for myself. And yeah, I mean, like Sham rightly said, Australian uh, job market is uh, a, lot, a lot different from India. Mm. And uh, I mean, I was coming with almost 12 years of experience in automation, in energy, in automotive. So, and it's kind of a, a bit more difficult for, I mean, manufacturing background guys like me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, but I tried, uh, I tried to make best of, uh, best of the time which I had and uh, came here, tried, uh, I mean, everything like, mm. uh, I meant uh, worked on my LinkedIn profile and all the other things like Nasha gave all the learnings through through this channel. So and finally, I I landed with an offer from Orange in New South Wales, which I wasn't even planning to come. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, you never know what fate has for you in the store. So mm-hmm. I finally came here. So here we are. Wow. And so I know Nash wants to ask a couple of questions. I just want to sneak one more in based on what you've said. Um, yeah. When you when the pandemic hit and you were stuck in India, you yeah. you determined to come here. You didn't put you off traveling and settling down somewhere else at that time. Uh, sorry, I mean I beg your pardon. I was just saying um, because you know you mentioned that you were sort of stuck in India from March yeah. to June. Yeah. And the pandemic's global and the flights were, would have been scarce and the yeah. horror story news about everything. That, that, that didn't make you want to stay at home? You were still determined to come? No, here? actually, uh, there were all, all sort of thoughts we get when mm-hmm. we are searching for the job. I think uh, we all are well aware of that. But I kind of made that we have to, I mean, uh, don't change the plan go with the plan it it may be there may be a little delay in that but never change the course of actions so uh, that's it because if i would have landed in march so the all things i could have done here in australia i started doing back in india wow. right i must yeah. have i must have to prepare for the job i do uh, i mean do all kind of stuff prepare myself for the i mean australian job market for the video interviews i mean having a good linkedin profile so but then i thought that there is nothing which I can't do sitting here in India. There mm. is nothing stopping me. So let's get on to it. Mm. So it it was kind of I mean it it only delayed my landing, but all the all the pieces of puzzles fell into the right place where they were supposed to. Mm. And that's, that's a great tip too. You know, there's so much prep that you can do even if you're stuck. Yeah. And Zoom interviews. Yeah, you, you you need just a desk and your laptop, and you you can be anywhere in the world. You can do it. Yeah, fantastic. That's it. 
Excellent. Uh, Rosie says, sounds like you've done well, Shyam. So congratulations. And uh, you know, if you've got questions or comments for you know Shyam and EHD, please keep them coming. Um, you know, especially if you've got any questions about uh, you know about their strategies and their approaches. So Shyam, if I we can you know probably start with you around. I think I, I think I met you first time around October, right. November last year. I, I probably do not know exactly. It was part of a networking event. And then we guys traveled together. You, right. me and Paris, we all traveled together. You know, I think you were heavily networking at that time because, you know, you, you know when we discussed, you said that you go and network with lots of lots of people and everything. Share us about some of those experiences that you had, you know, in you know in the pre-COVID world, but also what what kind of thinking you you had at that time about networking, you know, as well. Because what I feel is someone with your you know experience, you know, 18 years of experience, you really have to find your spot in the market. You know, you you will not be considered as a very junior, you know, in the role because you know you might just go away next day. Uh, you know, and, and the senior roles are also you know pretty uh, you know hard to get into. So tell us about your thinking around networking at that time. Well, like you rightly mentioned, Naishad. Uh, so um, while uh, while you do do some amount of research, uh, you know, before coming in here, right? Um, uh, I did look out for a lot of groups, you know, or at least groups that were part of the kind of work I was doing, right? Um, so I was looking out for professional groups. Um, of course, I did leverage LinkedIn uh, and meetups. Uh, there were two areas, you know, uh, I, I kind of uh, did a lot of research on. And then I kind of marked a few uh, events. And of course, one of one of those events where I met you as well. So I was also very focused and, you know, but again, um, you also start evolving over time when you network, right? So uh, when I first started networking, I was looking at you know a lot of people were into a lot of a lot of professional meets, but not very very specific. Because uh, then you kind of get to meet different people. So networking not uh, you know necessarily meant that I needed to get a job. Uh, two aspects, right? Of course, you always have your end goal that you need to kind of get a job for yourself, right? Uh, that being said, you also get to meet a lot of people. You get perspectives, which comes handy now or later, right? Uh, so, so, so basically, I was trying to be myself, uh, but also trying to understand now people, their journey. Uh, along with that, I used to also um, uh, identify a few networking um, uh, groups, you know, that were more related to my profession, right? Um, be it uh, there, there's a couple of AWS group, you automation and AI groups, um, because that's that's the kind of and also uh, uh, project management. So you know, I, I took membership with KMI Melbourne, right? Um, where you really kind of meet people, you know, um, that kind of share a similar profile like you you come with, right? So you, I, I've been evolving over time, but also being kind of making the spots that kind of fits into where uh, you know you kind of work on to. Um, yeah, so it's it's not that you, uh, uh, I would say I would choose any in every network, but not that I was very choosy also either. Uh, so I should do a mixed, and, and there's so many so many events happening. Of course, the pre-COVID era was very nice. So many events happening in Melbourne. And that's something I like about, you know, the entire coffee sessions. Uh, so I initiated those discussions. Um, 
And of course, post-COVID era, uh, you know, everybody is trying to relearn things, right? Um, you've, uh, you've looked into uh, Zoom sessions, you've, you've looked into, and that's when a lot of leveraging on LinkedIn also happens, kind of try to reach out to people, talk to them, you know, meet uh, professional, build professional connects on LinkedIn, uh, and try to keep a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, video chats with them to kind of have things in perspective, help each other. It's not always that, you know, you're trying to talk to somebody to get you a job, be genuine, right? This, there's somebody over there who just probably wants to talk to you and there's some problem. You could, you know, you could kind of help each other, you know, it's, it's, so that's how, you know, I've kind of uh, invested time on working. But yeah, so these are the two phases of pre-network era and uh, post, uh, post pre-COVID era and post-COVID era. But yeah, but the point is, you know, uh, get to meet a lot of people, you know, and kind of try to listen to each hear out to each other, uh, and and keep it. But it's it's not always what the other person has to give it to you. It's probably yeah. you never know when you do something. So that's that's the whole principle I can networking yeah. around. So when yeah. you were networking, um, did you try and? If you met somebody at a networking event, would you follow up to have a chat with that person over Zoom, or how did you sort of build those relationships that you might have met met either uh, you know online or face to face? So, uh, of course, I built a lot of connects uh, you know, in the pre-COVID era, uh, Callan, and um, um, uh, so uh, so you kind of talk to people. So what happens in a lot of these networking events? You meet a lot of people, right? But you also try to scout on the people you kind of have a common interest with, where you can get that absolute connect. Yeah. Um, and and that's how you know um, uh, I kind of uh, build my network. And when you have a connect with somebody, then you keep that constant touch. You try mm-hmm. to catch up for coffee sessions. I also once in a while, you know, have conversations with them and what's happening. What I uh, know in, in their space and then see if you can kind of help people, people like connect people. I also, it's not just that I meet people as well. Mm-hmm. If I think that there are two people who could get connected and get benefited out of that, I also kind of help that as well. So, you know, that mutual bridge is built. Mm-hmm. So then you're building that entire circle of, you know, um, people who, who kind of try to understand each other and then grow that uh, organically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, it's very, very important when you, you find there's a connect, you know, and try to, you know, of course, it's not trying to be too pushy, but see if you can kind of have a follow-up session, arrange, um, uh, arrange, you know, uh, some sort of um, uh, common time and you can catch up with people. And, and, and thanks to that, I met a lot of people. And one of the things also, one of the organizations I, I just mentioned, PMI, right, um, uh, where uh, you know, which it's also sort of catapulted my journey, right? A lot of people I kind of met. I also have some mentors, I know, uh, that came out of that, and and then that kind of leads one another. Mm. But it, it really, it really does. You know, it really makes no. It's it's not just about if that person did your job or not. It's it's about you connect, you connect professionally, and, and mm. kind of share your thoughts. But somewhere down the line, it probably pays off. Yeah. It, it took some time. Pretty, uh, I was here last August. Yeah, twelve months, eleven months. So, wow. Yeah, but but the, I, I, the, the first set of people when I met them last August, uh, 
you know, uh, it's excellent touch with a lot of few people, uh, you know. And it's not that I had my this person, hey, okay, would give me a job tomorrow. It's just that, you know, stay connected. Yeah. You know, build your network because you come from, you know, you, you, you've come from somewhere and you, need, you don't have your set of friends. You can't study here. You've not, you know, so, so, so this, the entire platform, this group kind of really helps you build your network. Yeah. It's up to you kind of how you nourish it. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So, Yashtib, your your story is a bit different in in that context uh, because you know you came here in in the time of pandemic. Obviously, uh, yeah. at that time, the the networking opportunity itself was was very limited. But I, but I remember our call and and your your proactive approach to networking. Tell us about the preparatory work that you have done. Um, you know, uh, mentally. And and logistically both, you know, to help us understand because I feel that that preparatory work is, in my view, one of the biggest um, contributing factor to a migrant success of how quickly he or she, uh, you know, is able to find work. Tell us, tell us about those thinking process that you had. Actually, I mean, COVID was here. Yeah, COVID was at its peak. And uh, I mean, only five days before my flight to Melbourne, uh, India lockdown was there and flight got cancelled. But uh, networking was anyway, I had to do networking, whether I was in India or I mean, I am in Australia right now. Right. So networking didn't change really to me. Uh, only the form of networking changed earlier. It was face to face. Right. So but uh in the covid it was more of a online networking kind of thing but to me when i think that online networking is a little bit faster than face-to-face -face networking because you join one group you join i mean one online meetup and i mean it's kind of a nuclear reaction kind of thing right so i started uh, i mean when i thought of networking my my linkedin profile had six connections i perfectly remember that but but so i started because uh, and my strategy was let's focus on your existing uh connections which you have in your life not on the linkedin so slowly start uh progressing through them right i built my net uh, i mean linkedin profile through that added the people who i already knew and through them i got a lot more contacts which helped me i mean on the career uh, prospects on 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 overall migrating to australia things and and, and a lot of things and some uh, and i uh, came to know that there is a lot of help available all around the only question is are you ready to ask for that right i mean there are many people i haven't met i was in india so i contacted them they were in australia so we i had a lot of coffee catch-ups with them there were a lot of people they were willing to give advice and and like in these kind of situation advice is the best thing you can get right i mean there is no one uh, who can offer you a job on linkedin but it's the best to make meaningful relationships with the people like and i mean they should uh, appreciate your way of approach I never sent any random LinkedIn connection to anyone. I approached them strategically uh, with the message that what is my intention to connect to them? What do I, I may want out of this? So I was very clear about that. 
and once i got connected i maintained a relationship with them whether it is through a phone call or whether it is a online catch up or whatever it was i mean as per the other person there are different people likes different modes of communication so whatever the other person like i i kept in touch with them and i mean like i i have got most of the connections through nature than the our hashtag of career package and there were there are other people also uh, who are doing great stuff and helping people uh, migrants uh, so to expand their area of horizon that what what's to be done there what's not to be done right these kind of stuff so uh, uh, i mean it was it was all that i was doing back in india for 3 months expanded my uh, network and talked to many 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 people i mean i cannot even count off but so they all gave different advices right you will you will get advices from all the direction but it's based on it's based on what you think and what you get out of it what's your key take away out of it you cannot implement anything you cannot i mean uh absorb anything so it's based on i mean i thought that this is my journey i should take the take the learnings for myself and implement what i feel what i feel comfortable with right there is there is nothing that you can copy some someone else's journey or someone else's like profile on linkedin uh you can just write the same words but it it won't be the same right so i carried my learnings with me and implemented them in my way and i think they had helped me well me well in my journey yes tip with that a lot of people do struggle with reaching out to people that they don't know and yeah. you're doing that you know from india so i'm assuming you sort of ask family and friends for intro introductions and things like that but a did you reach out to people absolutely cold that you didn't know and if you did that well how did you approach them to seek their advice cuz there's a right way to do that that gets them saying yes to even yeah even I I I just I just wrote a simple message to them that what I am what I am from what I am planning to do and what is my intention mm-hmm. like I I always wrote a message simple that I am Yashdeep Kumar I am from India I am planning to come to Australia and I am I am looking uh, for job opportunities in Australia and um, I mean I would like to connect and have some have some key learnings from you right mm-hmm. in in whatever area the other person is so and most of mo- uh, yeah yeah and most of the people were open most of the people were willing because everyone knew that these are hard times right mm-hmm. and we need to help each other we need to do hand holding for the people who needs help mm-hmm. and uh, i think i've got uh, more than the help which i expected and yeah. there i have made many friends before even landing to australia <laughs> i mean uh, there are many people who were saying that uh, when are you coming let's plan uh, let's plan actual coffee catch up <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah whatever yeah. they were <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely there yeah. there were people asking asking me and and uh, i was really touched when when after connecting most people will come back to you they will look out for you they will check on you how are you doing is there anything else you need so i was really touched on on those uh those messages when uh, whenever i got them so mm-hmm. so that 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 was my strategy and it 
it kind of worked worked for me yeah fantastic yes uh, shyam if you can now uh, intias hello and there's a linkedin user saying hello everyone but i can't really figure out who that linkedin user is but hello if you got questions uh, please uh, drop it in the chat box um shyam now tell us about how did you really land the opportunity through your connections uh, tell us a, a little bit uh, in a background of that what kind of conversations did you really engage in and how did you get that opportunity well look it's it's very really interesting and you know not a way i would have really thought of uh, so uh, like i mentioned you know uh, when i was part of uh, pmi uh, you also they also assign mentors for you which is a very nice thing about them uh, so one of my mentor actually recommended me that you know you come with so much of skill sets you come with so much of um, uh, so much of experience and skill sets why not put it into use why not help somebody and um, he and and the, the load of uh, pro bono uh, work that you uh, do as well uh, for pmi uh, so he kind of got me connected to someone there was a, there was a role uh, for a social media project manager because they needed somebody to kind of you know uh, struggling with that space uh, and uh, they asked me if i could kind of you know if it would be if i would be keen to kind of um take up that project uh, and i said fair why not because uh, one i get to kind of you know uh, uh uh work on my skills enhance my skills and you're also you know doing uh you know you, you also get a sense of achievement right so um so that's how the entire journey started so you know um uh, i started working with them i think way back in uh, may april may so if you look at me i've, I've done a couple of other proven activities as well with corona what now and uh and um pmi you know so uh, so it all started with you know uh, taking a pro bono project you kind of consult them look at that you put your skill sets into use you know um and start uh delivering projects around that so uh when you so it, it kind of leads one thing to another right uh you know and you also which also kind of says okay you know you kind of go back to your mentor as well and say you know i'm just working on this uh and you know these are some of the glitches in you because it's a new space uh and and, and they're so helpful and then that's when people come together and you know they kind of guide you as well that you know this uh you could you could kind of try these projects in a certain way and so when you start evolving over time right uh, the kind of work shows up when you're giving in value right the the word goes around and then i got connected another you know uh, to my current uh, employer of course you know uh, where they say you know uh, uh, where he like he's doing an amazing job you know as part of uh, he's doing he's been doing this pro bono work for some time now uh, so so basically one it was also giving a message that i wasn't sitting idle although while i was looking up for job to one and two i was also bringing in value so even when i met my current employer it wasn't actually from a perspective of getting a job uh, right uh, uh, i was having conversations with him about uh, he also went to move into a very, very new role in this company and i was just having this conversations about how his role was and and what kind of challenges you know they were facing in the company and uh, you were just sharing thought processes you know and uh, and and then so end of the conversation i said yeah, i mean if at all you would have any such opportunity that comes up that you would really need a position you know uh, that could kind of solve these problems for you um you know i'd be more than 
glad to kind of uh, jump in so that's how the entire uh, journey started and guess what you know in about a week's time he actually came back to me you know what we were actually kind of strategizing these things and some of those inputs you gave really made sense so would you be keen to take up this you know uh, take up this role it's a short stint but you know and then we'll kind of evolve the role there there are and and that's how it started and here we are uh, um, 4 months into the place <laughs> So uh, yeah, I started off in July. A, yeah, and it's such a great story, and I think there's a real lesson in there for everyone that's watching. In terms of, I would assume you know you're having conversations and they're seeing the value that you can deliver by the the questions and things that you're talking about. But then you're you know so they're demonst- you're kind of demonstrating what you're looking for as well. But I love the fact that you kind of mentioned it in a very casual way at, at, at right. where there wasn't. didn't seem like you were putting pressure on that person to find something but if there was something that would be good is that is that how you did it exactly carlin so uh, there wasn't much of an intention that he would give me a job today or tomorrow to be very mm-hmm. honest we were just having this conversation about how the role was and the problem was right and i gave some genuine feedback and the thing is stick to your strengths and be genuine about it right and see how you can solve or bring in it was back then it was not bringing in value just about bringing in value how you could also help that mm. person's problem right and when he sees that value during that conversation it kind of built back to him coming uh, coming back to me in some time yeah First, and did yeah. they interview anybody else for that role or was there an interview process or you just kind of offered it organically oh well there was indeed an interview process there were uh, there were a couple of uh, other people as well yeah and um uh but it is just that you know that that role was still getting formed up and it kind of got reshaped when i was being interviewed for it and um and so one of course the skill sets sort of matched you know they were needing somebody to manage the digital transformation so i came with that skill set and because of my earlier conversations where i kind of showed that genuinity that you i've done these problems and this is the way you could improve so he probably had that faith that he knows he could solve this problem right mm-hmm. so and which is when that interview was kind of uh get but then the interview also happened with a certain preset notion uh, <laughs> uh but but whereas i understand they did interview a couple of other people but then they think they had uh sort of sort of you know fit me into that space they you know wanted and the interviews more to affirm the fact that you know i really could deliver what they were expecting me to do so yeah those earlier conversations did help then of course uh, uh interview um did uh, interview was very very specific i was very one of the thing i uh, i understood was because of the conversations i could all kind of highlight those specific areas that you know were what i seen could have been important for them when they were when the entire panel was interviewing so you know highlighted the specific areas on the resume as well uh, and, and so it reflected on my uh, and uh, i spoke on those i spoke on my strengths i stuck to my strengths i stuck to my principles of my skill sets you know uh, you're strong on right there's no point you know faking that you're not but see kind of deliver that message that how you can bring your skill sets and bring value to them stick to mm-hmm. them and how 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 you can evolve that role from there on Mm-hmm. So, so that's how I kind of drove the whole uh, jam, uh, uh, you know, uh, and that's just history. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. 
And um, Yashtip, how did you, you're in Orange, one of the coldest yeah. places in New South Wales, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. so, even colder than Melbourne. But So how did your job come about? What 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 happened in your process? Uh, actually, most of the job which I was applying, I was in Melbourne and it was in, I mean, Melbourne or Victoria. Yeah. But uh, based on my profile, my employer, they contacted me that... Uh, uh, they saw my credentials and my certifications and most of my experience was listed, most of it and my achievements. And uh, they contacted me that uh, they have some business and in which they could use someone from my skills. Mm. So, I mean, and uh, I came to know that the company is in Orange. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wasn't any any specific about any location because, I mean, I came from India and I mean, all the Australia is just same for me. So, mm. yeah, I mean, after a couple of discussions we had, uh, they were all over the phone. I mean, uh, with with many other members, senior persons in the company. Mm. And uh, they kind of offered me a job over here. Mm. So, yeah, it, wa- it was just plain and quick. Uh, yeah. It just only took like three days. That's it. Wow. And uh, just a couple of calls. And uh, I was here in Orange. <laughs> so they were concerned about, because um, a lot of the times when you go to a regional area, they want to yeah. know that you've made the decision to go there or that you're going to settle into the community and that type of thing. But were they uh, were they struggling to, like, were you a really quali- well-qualified candidate for that role or did they sort of ask you questions about how will you settle here and, and that type of thing? No, I mean, it was all about the role and... Uh, I mean, the only thing in my mind was, I mean, uh, the job which I'm getting, I'd, I should be able to add value to the business, right? Based on my experience, what I have done, I mean, based on my 12 years of experience, I, I should contribute to the business, right? Mm. And uh, moving to another city, another location, another state, is it a regional area, is it a metro area? I, the, It was, I mean, my least priority, mm. right? So I wouldn't mind moving anywhere in the country as long as I'm getting the job where, where I'll be satisfied and I'll be happy with myself that, uh, yeah, I'm doing something. I'm do, doing something progressive for, for the business and for myself also. And uh, as, as a part of the, the discussions, uh, it, it came to a later stage they asked me that, yeah, it's it, it's in Orange and it's kind of regional area. And I said, it's fine. I mean, it doesn't even matter to me, mm. right? The role looked good as they described it at that point of time, what they were doing and what they wanted me to do, uh, in, in which area they needed help. So I said, it's it's wonderful. It's, it's more than what I wanted. So yeah. that's okay. And uh, it must be a part of civilization wherever <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> so, so quite yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, regional area, metro area was never on my mind, frankly. That's really good. And I think uh, Yashdeep is probably the first person that I know that had two quarantine period, one in <laughs> Melbourne and another one in yeah. New South Wales. And, you know, thankfully I had my family when I was quarantined here. 
you know, doing quarantine by yourself is is pretty tough. You know, even though you've got access to Netflix and and that, but you get bored by yourself, you know, or from yourself, and for some people as well. Uh, so, so now, you know, you know, India is saying destiny brought you to orange yesterday yeah. that's right yeah you see you might be close to sydney india's go up and you know say hi to yesterday whenever uh you know whenever you get the time because um i know one of my clients that i used to work in my job network days she landed a job uh in orange uh you know that's what i first heard about okay. the name orange but uh but yeah once the border opens up then we would also take a trip down uh orange sure. way More as well welcome. um so now let's come to the the you know we are coming to the close what are your so let's start with you sham there are hundreds of people you know, specifically also from migrant background are struggling to to land a job and you know you know Tell us what do you want them to do? What do you want them? Uh, you know, what are some of your takeaways from your own you know journey so far? That what they should be investing the time and energy behind. Well, that's a good point, uh, Naishit. So uh, one, so it, it's I would kind of put into four to five, uh, uh, four to five areas. But the first and foremost is be positive. And now uh, it might seem, you know, endless journey. It might seem very hopeless at sometimes. But the point is, you need to stay positive and stay on course, right? Um, that that is what going to help you. Uh, don't stop learning, uh, in in any ways, right? Um, so if you really, you know, I've uh, I, I've I've never stopped learning, be it from my failures or experiences that I meet people, or, you know, uh, uh, hitbacks. Or even any new technology learning because I come from a certain scale. You know, I I've been reskilling myself as well. I invested time in myself in you know, in multiple certifications as well. Uh, to you know, put some time together because you know, and and, and yesterday Paul also kind of mentioned this briefly. Getting a job, searching for a job, is a full time, uh, you know, full time. Uh, it's a job by itself, right? Uh, so. Be very, very focused. And like I said, I, I can because I come from that project management background, I kind of try to projectize everything. So put that plans in place, identify your environment, identify your possibilities. I know, identify what kind of skill set you bring and identify yourself as a professional and not as a person alone, but as a professional. Where do you think you can get in value? Where do you think you, uh, you know, what kind of skill set you bring? Where do you think you can get value and where do you think you should fit? Understand the market, right? And then build your profile along along that way, right? Your entire resume, and of course, you know. Um, uh, and I've kind of met a lot of uh, folks who've also uh, who've have emphasized enough on you know having the ATS compliant uh, you know um, resume. So build your resume, spend some time on the kind of resume you want. Have you know, spend some time on your cover page, cover letter. Or what message you want to give your employers, and then uh, fourth one, of course, is choose choose your employers. You know, be very very specific. And I made this mistake. I'm not saying I'm not done. When I landed in August, uh, for the first two months, I I must have sent out over a hundred applications. And I'm not I'm not shying away from saying that. But I learned I learned the hard truth. You know, and all those emails would go into you know smithereens. You know, and like. You don't know where they're going. Some some recruiters are kind enough to come back and say, you know, you don't qualify. But you know, uh, but so then you keep learning from there. Don't give up. You know, um, uh, evolve from there. 
stay focused and be very, very specific. So coming back to that, be very, very specific to what kind of jobs you want to apply and what kind of space you want to do. And the fifth one, you know, that I've spoken enough about in, through this entire conversation is do network people. Talk to people, be genuine, right? Of course, you have, of course, you're talking to them, you're talking to a professional person because you're trying to get a job to them. But always keep in mind, if somebody's trying to hire you, what, what are you bringing to them? And why would they want to hire you? right keep that in mind and uh, i don't think you know when you network with a person uh, pressurizing them to kind of help you with a job would help because then that would break away it's it, you can, see, because there's a certain level of you know give and take in a professional relationship as well right and and try to maintain that you know be professional but yet may respect that space among people uh and you know and and, and keep networking be be very specific and it has to be two way again and uh and, and yeah that should help but positivity is the key especially in current times absolutely yes yashdeep uh you know tell us about what some of your takeaways and if somebody comes to you and says i'm struggling to find a work i had i'm an engineer similar story what would you advise that uh, person we all know we get these messages all the time <laughs> and and uh, most of the key learnings i, I totally I, I couldn't agree more with the sham whatever he said that first ever is being positive if you let yourself down i mean you you are limiting yourself that's it you are being your own enemy right so i mean through all those times i mean stuck back in india the only thing that's we have our lows also that's no one is perfect in this world i had also mine so but it's it's how how fast you come back out of it that that only matters right and the other thing which 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 gave me peace to my which gave peace to my mind is that let let's focus on the things we can control let's leave the other stuff beside right there there is a lot of work for us to do let's focus on that 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 only like covid we 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 literally can't control anything about it see we can't control lockdown we can't control number of cases yeah we can control ourselves and our we can keep our family safe that's it nothing more we can do and who's going to hire you it's not in our control but instead i focus on myself that am i the right candidate that a person is uh, the person on the other side is going to say yes yes he is a one yeah and most of the time i thought i mean whatever uh, let's be it a profile be it a cover letter be it a resume i always reviewed all those things from a other person perspective let's let's think like a recruiter let's think like a your your prospective manager if someone sees a profile like you and what you what you're saying in that so are are you going to hire that person and if you get a resume if you get your resume back what will you think of this and that kind of opened my mind in multiple directions uh, i mean i had my six seven versions of resume so i uh, broke them down and got the best out out of each of them right and uh, i was fortunate enough to get that advice in in early times that do not apply to random jobs right i was i was very fortunate i considered myself fortunate so 
in the time of three months, I only applied for 10 jobs. That's it. And uh, whenever I applied for a job, it was like a six to eight hour job for me. Six to eight hours work for me, sorry. So I, I, I mean, reviewed every word, every line on my resume, everything on my cover letter. Two to three hours I used to spend on the company webpage, what they are all about, what they are doing, what their future is, what they are thinking is. So th- that that is a thing that is coming back to you when, when they'll talk to you. So if you know that information, you are, I mean, many steps ahead from where you currently are. So these are these were some of the key learnings for me, which which helped me and they have helped me well. And other thing is, I mean, based on feedback, sometimes we apply and there is little, there is a lot of buzz around industry that we don't get feedback. So so let's let's give uh, feedback to ourselves, right? If I had an interview, I mean, I also know how well I did and what what bad I said. So I can give feedback to myself rather than expecting feedback from the other side. It's good if they give it, but if they don't, don't don't waste your time over it. Learn from yourself, learn from your own mistakes. There is no better way to me, to me at least, what I have learned. That's fantastic advice. And I just want to, before, I know we're sort of heading towards the end, but when you said you applied just for 10, 10 jobs, so the rest yeah. of the time you're doing the networking, the research. Yeah, uh, the networking, shortlisting companies, talking to your prospect, prospective managers over there. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, I was doing my part. Some, mm-hmm. some of them responded to me, some of them didn't, but I respected that also. That's mm-hmm. okay, that's fine, it's up to them. I also don't respond to, I mean, many requests from where I feel that I won't be able to contribute anything to to, to what they need. So mm. I some sometimes I politely say them to also that I, I myself don't have enough experience so that uh, I wouldn't be in a, in, a, in, a, in a position to help you much, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and it happens and it's give and take, like, like Sham rightly said, I mean, give and take, give respect, take respect and in, in person as well as professional for there are no, they are no more different from different for me. They are more like same, both of them. I was just going to say, it's a great way of depersonalizing the rejection, isn't it? It's, it's, they don't feel that they've got something to, that they can answer your question or add value to you. So, yeah. and you don't know what's going on the other side of the email. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, you know, we don't have any more questions. And as you bring these uh, success stories, absolutely. If you know somebody that brings, if you know somebody who's got a job, um, and you'd like, uh, you know, us to interview him or her, please drop us a message. We will go and stalk that person and haunt that person until that person agrees to come on our show. And uh, you know, just yeah, no, just we'll kidding. Nicely, and if they don't respond, they don't see anything. <laughs> oh, I, I will have stalked the hundred. So that's that's what KB says. That's her approach. My approach is a little different. Um, you know, but but I'll, I'll make sure. But the idea is that I fully agree with you. The idea is to is to bring uh, 
because everybody finds job a little differently, even though in a standard job search applications process as well. So that's what we want to really unpack. But, uh, you know, again, Shyam and Yashdeep, thank you very much for coming along. And, you know, congratulations on your success. And we wish right, that right. you get more and more success. And when you come in next time, you're coming, uh, you know, to this show talking about, you know, what are you learning out of your experiences and what magic are you creating, you know, in your workplace? We would love to know more on that aspect rather than anything else. But wishing you all the best. Mm. Thank you. Thanks, thank thanks, you. Thanks, 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 KB. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, thank you all. Fantastic to all have right. you guys on. And yeah. uh, one day we will meet face to face. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Couldn't wait. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, well, thank you, Shyam. Um, you know, KB, do you want to uh, tell people what's happening next week? Yes. Yeah, so next week, we're talking of people, but we've got two guests lined up for Monday and Tuesday. So on Monday, we've dreaded, we're tackling the awful dreaded selection criteria. Nobody likes doing selection criteria. So if you don't like doing selection criteria, you're not alone. But we've got one of Australia's top experts coming on to give us her tips and insights on how to nail them. And then on Tuesday, we have Serena Lowe and been so inspired by people's job search stories and career change stories. It's really relevant for now. Serena's gonna tell her story about her career change coming to Australia because she did a massive uh, pivot as well. And um, on Wednesday, I'm trying to stalk or track down somebody in the UK who found a job within two weeks, used a lot of technology to do it, formed a pod, um, a lot of great sort of um, job search hacking techniques, which I think will be really relevant to this time. So they're the three for the start, and uh, hopefully we'll get a few more. Absolutely. And then we will celebrate 150th birthday of, uh, you know, career care package. Uh, do come along. Uh, you can probably bring a sure. glass of wine, yeah. ice cream, <laughs> depending on the weather, depending on where you are. Uh, but yeah, we would love to have you on our 150th. If you just if you just want to be part of a celebration, if you want to come here and say how great Naisha and KB are, so that um, you know we can inflate our ego for uh, for that 45 minutes, please let us know. We would love that. Um, you know, but thank you again, everyone, uh, and look after yourself. Stay safe, everyone, uh, and we will see you on Monday. Until then, bye for now. Thank you everyone for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au And if you have got a question about today's episode, or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.